Hey, Wofford fans, Phil Marcello here, welcoming you into Conquer and Prevail, Tracking the Terriers, presented by Pinnacle Hospitality. Each week on Conquer and Prevail, we will check in with various Wofford athletic staff members to see what they are doing to keep their programs ready for action. On episode four of Conquer and Prevail, we talk with Lily Hatton and Johnny Beaumont. Wofford fans, we now welcome on cross-country and track and field coach Johnny Bomar. Johnny, thanks for taking some time today and, and catch up with us. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Now, we're in a unique situation right now, and this has affected every sport, every program, but you kind of were in a very unique situation where you were in New Mexico for a meet when you heard that the event was canceled. What was that kind of reaction? I mean, because that was – in the midst of everything happening and we really didn't know what's going on. Um, it, it, it was, it was devastating and, and leading up to it, you know, Corona had started catching uh, some speed and uh, a couple teams. And we were at the national championship, the indoor national championship. Um, and a couple of teams from uh, the Ivy league were boarding a plane to go. And they were told that they couldn't go as they were boarding a plane. Um, so we knew it was pretty serious, but we had gotten there. We were in the building warming up, uh, tons of teams in there doing their warm up, and then all of a sudden, it comes over to intercom and it's hey, the meet has been canceled. And it's just I, I don't know. It's like all emotions that hit you at one time, and it was crazy. Right, uh, it's, it's an interesting situation to say the least. Now we'll talk about you for a little bit. You came here in 2011. And you've really had a chance, you know, even since that first season, you coached, you know, cross country and track to some school records. And it's really just grown since then. When you kind of step back for a second and just look at like, you know, the, the success that the programs have had since you've been here, what does that mean to you? Uh, it's, it's a testament to the, the type of student athlete that we get here. Um, that's one thing I, I love about Walford. We get, uh, an academically driven student for 90% of the time. And they also want to be good athletes. So uh, that helps keep a good balance between ac academics and athletics. And it, it helps us because I don't have to worry about too many knuckleheads running around, uh, not going to class or sleeping in and, and doing things of that nature. Because typically our women have had a 3.0 or better GPA and our, our men have been in the same boat the whole time I've been here except for one year. Um, so just just having those type of student athletes really helps us be better as a program because they're driven on all 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 fronts now we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier but with you coaching cross country track and field you know indoor outdoor there's so much um you know that that goes into it uh, on on the field side of things or excuse me like michael wilson is a huge impact you know how how much in the field does does he help with that well, that, that's his thing. We, with only being two of us, uh, is, is pretty tough. So we split it pretty much down the middle. He takes care of all the field, and I take care of all the running. Uh, so uh, a lot of people don't understand is, is a track field is so many different facets. You know, you got jumpers, sprinters, hurdlers, pole vaulters, high, everybody does something different. Everybody thinks, oh, well, you just run real fast, turn left, and hurry back. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's a lot more technical aspects of it. And, Michael is a huge help to the program. Uh, his knowledge, uh, exercise science conditioning degree. Um, he's a certified strength conditioning guy. We sit here and bounce ideas off each other, and we all we both wear many hats. So it's 
where a staff of seven rolled up into two people. <laughs> now, so pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys do a heck of a job, and, and that actually uh, led to, after the 2018-19 season, you were coach of the year in the Southern Conference. Uh, what was that like to, to kind of get that recognition from the league? Uh, I was it's, – it's crazy. Coming from here with a small roster, we go to our conference championships, and the most you can take to our outdoor championship is 28, and we're scrounging to get 20. And uh, we I think we had 17 or 19 ladies that went, and everybody else had around 28. And going into the meet, we were picked to be fourth, and the men were probably picked to be sixth or seventh. And uh, it's just a testament to the kids. They, they work hard, and we put – the few kids we have in a lot of events and they scored in a lot of events. And I was more worried about how, how can we score and stay in second place? Low key. I was trying to like, how do we win this thing? But I, I could see it getting away because we just didn't have the depth. But when we got in second and we stayed, I was like, how do we stay in second? So I didn't even think about being coach of the year until the meet was over. And um, one of the coaches from another conference school said, Johnny, you're doing a great job. And you're, you're my vote for coach of the year. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so it was pretty amazing. It was awesome. Well, for the Wofford fans that that don't know you and haven't figured it out by this point in the interview, uh, you know, you you have a personality. Now, <laughs> you you have so many athletes that you coach. Can you name a couple of the some of the bigger personalities that you know, in, in a positive way? I mean, that in the most flattering context. But who are some big, you know? personalities that you've coached over the years oh man I just I, we got a bunch of great kids couple of uh my biggest clowns right now are probably Isaiah Ellis Destiny Shippey they I give it I give it to them and they're local kids and they give it right back so uh and I think kids with great personalities seem to gravitate toward me and Coach Wilson because we have good personalities it's not all fire and brimstone and we're not the big yellers and screamers and uh it attracts more of an individual sport for the most part. So we have a good time and it's a big family atmosphere and we just get after it. We, we keep each other accountable and have a good time at the same time. Well, it's worked so far and, and Wofford's very lucky to have yourself and Michael. So Johnny, just one more time before, before we get off, just want to say thanks for joining us on Conquer and Prevail. No, th no problem. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. Uh, let's get back to recruiting and tell everybody out there, go Terriers and we'll be back in the fall. Pinnacle Hospitality is an award-winning hospitality company based in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Their growing portfolio of internationally recognized hotels include Hilton Worldwide, Marriott International, Intercontinental Hotels Group, and Wyndham Hotels. Their burgeoning restaurant endeavors are poised to create a uniquely and locally inspired social dining experience. As a full-service management company, their team provides expert management for owners and asset managers. This expert management is carried forward through Pinnacle's vision and mission. Terrier fans, we now welcome on women's basketball player Lily Hatton. Lily, thanks for chatting with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for asking me to come. And you know, we'll get into your background. For people that don't know much about you, you're from Georgetown, Indiana. Had quite the high school career. Um, you, you know, you won three conference championships. You averaged over 20 points a game. But being from Indiana, what drew you to, to Wofford all the way in South Carolina? Well, I went through the recruiting process for a long time. It was my senior year, and I was still undecided um, where I wanted to go. And that's really when Wofford started recruiting me. And as soon as I stepped on campus, I got 
the feeling that Wofford had the perfect combination of what I was looking for. I really wanted a strong academic school. I wanted to go somewhere with competitive athletics, but I also wanted to feel a sense of community. And that's exactly what Wofford is for all students, not just student athletes, but as a student athlete, that was really important to me to have that combination. And that's what Wofford offers. Now you stepped in and had a big role uh, immediately. You played, you know, 20, 23 minutes a game, seven points a game. And at the end of the year, because of all the work and, and everything you put in, you were named the freshman of the year, only the second freshman of the year for, for Wofford. What was your reaction when you heard that news? I was really excited. Um, I was excited to get more publicity for our program. And, you know, it's an individual award, but it really speaks volumes to the strength of our team, that we have such confident players and such great leaders that I was able to follow their lead and to step in and fit our program and fit our style of basketball. Um, and I really credit that to having great teammates and great upperclassmen that showed me the path and showed me how I could contribute to our team. And, and you mentioned some of the leaders, you know, a, a very senior laden team last year, you got, you know, Chloe and Cairo and it kind of goes on and on down the list. What did you take from them in the one year that you had with them, you know, on the court, off the court, everything you know about the being a collegiate basketball player our senior class offered a lot of different strengths when you look at like jamie to cairo to chloe to deja but i think one word that kind of defines them as a group would be determined they were just really determined to go find success as a team and they were determined to improve as individuals to contribute to that team success and i think that rubbed off on everyone else it really is um, contagious a grit and a desire to win and be successful. And so I really admire how determined they were for our program to be successful. And it made me want to improve as an individual and then go contribute on the court as a team. And, you know, the, the depth was tested a lot this year, you know, especially down the stretch, some tough injuries, but you know, you're, you're a freshman. What was the message from either the other players or the coaches when, you know, you're going down the home stretch, going into the tournament and, you, you start to suffer these, you know, pretty tough injuries. Uh, you know, what was the message from the coaching staff? Right. You never, you never want injuries, but in the back of your mind, you always know it's a possibility. And that's something that you prepare for all season. In practice, we don't just make your starting five the best they can be and not worry about everyone else. Every single member on our team is equally as important, no matter how many minutes they're playing on game day, because you never would know when those injuries are going to happen. And we had people who were ready to step in and contribute and perform at a high level because they had been preparing to do so all season. So I really credit our coaches to making sure that they develop every single player as an individual. That way, whenever they're called on to step on the court and contribute, they're ready and they're prepared. Now, what do you think after, you know, having that experience playing wise and then having to step in with some more injuries, like just coming back in a second year, how advantageous do you think it's going to be? You know, the school, you know, the area, kind of all that, all that stuff rolled into one. I think individually, I'm a lot more prepared um, for college basketball. There's a lot of changes between high school and college. And now that I have have a year under my belt, I know what to expect. And I think the same goes for a lot of my teammates, who even if their upperclassmen hadn't gotten major minutes till this year, they're going to be ready to step on the court and improve from where we left off last year. They've kind of gotten over the shock factor of playing major minutes, and now they're ready to go make the most of those minutes. Now, it's been an abnormal offseason for, for everyone. but if you've been able to get out, you know, to, to a court, which I'm sure you have from time to time, is there a certain aspect of your game that you said, hey, I really want to work on this next year? Or is it kind of 
multiple things. You're just trying to improve your overall game. We talked a lot, and by we, I mean myself and the coaching staff, um, <laughs> just about improving my versatility. I like shooting um, with a little range. I like shooting threes. We're working on turning me into more of a threat from the wing as can I attack? Because it's easy to guard someone who all they're going to do is shoot a three or play inside. But if you can kind of control the mid-range a little bit or move off the bounce a little bit better, that makes you a lot more versatile. So my dad um, coached me in AAU for a couple of years. So we've been working out at home. We have an outdoor goal. It's, you know, not the same as being in our luxurious stadium at Wofford, uh, my pavement court that I have in my backyard, but it's still good to work on those skills. And I've seen some improvement. I'm really excited and eager to get back with my coaching staff and to continue improving. That's awesome. Now, if you need a second to think of it, that's okay. But do you have a favorite moment that sticks out to you in your first year basketball wise? Oh, it's so hard. Probably I am like an adrenaline junkie. I always have been. And so whenever I play basketball, I get such a rush of adrenaline. So our first game, like before we ran out and I was just, I had like the biggest adrenaline rush. That was so exciting for me. And then to run out on the court and my family was there. So probably that moment. Um, that's always, and then every single game after that, right before we ran out on the court, I get such an adrenaline rush. It's so exciting. And that's what I always look forward to on game days. We'll have a couple of quick, quick questions like that one. So if you need a second, that's fine. Uh, do you have any hidden talents that people may not know about? Um, I can play the trumpet, the French horn, the mellophone. If it's made of brass, there's probably some good luck that I can play it. Wow. Wow. That's, that's impressive. I cannot say I can do any of that. Um, do you have a favorite holiday? Favorite holiday? Maybe Earth Day because it's also my birthday. There you go. All right. Uh, a two for one. Um, when did you start playing basketball? Do you know how old you were? My dad was a high school coach when I was born. So I've always been in the gym. It's just kind of like I was born with the ball in my hands. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And this one might be related to, uh, you know, some, some of your hidden talent. But when you're not playing basketball and I guess not playing an instrument, do you have any other hobbies that keep you busy? Any other things that you enjoy? I knit. I like to knit like hats and scarves and headbands. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think uh, this, this was good. I think uh, it'll give people a chance to get to know you a little better, especially with some of those little, little different questions. So Lily, I just want to say thanks again for uh, joining us on Conquer and Prevail this week. Yes. Thank you.